Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. My name is Jason Ward, aka Red Sox Dugout, I'm alongside Garrett Jacobs Meyer and Joey Nagel on FaceTime from Ireland. Hello. What's up? Uh, give us your Irish accent, Joey. Uh, top of the morning to you, lads. How are you doing today? <laughs> <laughs> so, Brock Holt is no longer a member of the Red Sox, and we lost Mookie Betts. Yes, that hurt. Brock Holt hit differently. Losing Brock really, really stung. It's a different different kind of sadness because it wouldn't take much to take the guy back, and he could have helped at least me, you know, help me like the team a little bit more. But uh, whatever. Yeah. Ship I sales, mean, especially I after you let Mookie go, I thought the front office was going to be like, hey, we got Brock Holt back. Let's, I, let's get you guys to attend some games this year. But they were like, nope. Yeah, the point of getting Let's rid of Mookie Betts and David Price was they didn't have the space for them in the salary. They want to get under the luxury tax. Brock Holt wouldn't cost anything near that. He costs yeah. like $3 million, $4 million, maybe $5 million a year. The Red Sox can afford that. There are plenty under the luxury tax to afford that, and it's Brock Holt. I mean, we haven't seen the details of his contract yet, right? They're yeah, that's not, a little odd. The Brewers have at least what it is. You got a um, one-year deal. But it's a one-year deal with a club option. Yeah, for 2021. Yeah. So could be two year deal. Um, I'd like to see the details of that contract. Yeah, honestly, I but. don't know why they haven't released that yet. It's a little weird, but there's no way it's more than like six million a year, which is yeah. very affordable for the Red Sox. And I there's think, no way it's more than three. Yeah, I mean, it's probably around what Peraza got, and Brock Holt is by far a more valuable player than Jose Peraza, and that's basically what this is. Jose Peraza took Brock Holt's spot on the team, and that's probably why Brock Holt's not on the team right now. Mm-hmm. They chose Jose Peraza over Brock Holt. Sounds about right for the team at this point. Well, <laughs> in fairness, Peraza is like five years younger, so they're hoping that he still hasn't reached his his uh the pinnacle of his production. So I get that Jose Peraza has potential, but Brock Holt. Not only was he a great baseball player on the field who hit for the first ever postseason cycle, <laughs> and he had hit for another cycle before that, and you can put him at any position on the whole entire baseball field, and he can give you top-quality defense anywhere on the baseball field. He basically pioneered the whole super utility role on baseball teams. He was one of the first guys to do that who could play every single position. That's him on the baseball field. And then off the baseball field... He meant so much to the city of Boston and Red Sox Nation. Everything he did for the Jimmy Fund, being the Jimmy Fund captain and Dana Farber, and just being that great clubhouse personality who brought everybody together. That's the kind of guy you want on your team. Even if you don't have a spot for him, that's the kind of the guy that's the kind of guy that you find a spot for. He's the kind of guy you're gonna miss. And with a young team, young upcoming team, it's good to have an example of the perfect guy on in the clubhouse, off the field. Um, I would have liked to see him come back. I think a lot of these guys would have liked to see him come back. But, you know, the ship has sailed and we're ready to move on, I guess, the Red Sox. Yeah. Yeah. You could you could tell he genuinely loved Boston. And when he had his uh, interview with the Brewers yesterday, he was getting a little choked up talking about his time in Boston and how he never imagined himself leaving. And that's that's the sad thing because you want guys like that to play for your team. He said that he never pictured himself wearing a jersey other than a Red Sox jersey. He wanted to be in Boston for life, and the Red Sox just didn't make that happen. And he really sounded... They did him dirty. Yeah, he sounded kind of depressed. You know, his whole thing was, you know, it's just another baseball team. It's just like coming in, um, trying to do trying to do your job. He kind of sounded really down in the dumps about it, honestly. That's how, that's how I took I, it. Um, I know he's a professional, but 
you know, he seemed a little, he seemed a little bummed. Yeah. Oh, he one hundred percent was. He loved being in Boston. He belonged in Boston, and I still like when I see him in that Brewers uniform, it just doesn't look right. Yeah, it doesn't. It's so sad. And- like Sox front office is gonna have to. They're gonna have to really woo us over the next couple of years to to make up for what they've done this offseason. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like we said, trading Mookie Betts, that you can understand. It hurt losing Mookie Betts, the homegrown talent, one of the best players in the league, a franchise player. That hurt. But Brock Holt, he may not be the best player out there, but he means a lot more to this fan base, I think, than even Mookie Betts did. Like just oh, what he yeah. meant emotionally to the players on the team and the fans. Mm-hmm. And Who's they JD worked so hug? hard to get. Yeah. No one. He was asked about that, and he said, "Whoever's there." Is that really what he says? That's, yeah. <laughs> Whoever's there. Okay, JD. I feel bad for JD. He loses his two best friends, Mookie Betts and Brock Holt. Yep. And Andrew Benintendi loses Brock Holt now too. Yeah. Flow bros are no more. So sad. I mean, he did sign a one-year deal. Rick okay. Porcello, oh, yeah, 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 Rick yeah, Porcello yeah. signed a one-year deal. Mookie Betts is a free agent next year. We could be getting the band back together in 2021. It could happen. Okay, Jason. I mean, this is the bridge year. Mookie- hey, we spent so so much effort getting under the luxury tax. Maybe it's yeah. out there. Yeah, Boston said that they want to be a, a spending team, like they always have been. So. Yeah, but they couldn't spend a little bit of money on Brock Holt this year. That's what I'm upset about because they had the money. Yeah, I think that's probably the first move this offseason that I've completely disagreed with. I understood and supported the Mookie Betts trade, all these little signings for players like Jeffrey Springs. I understand that. That's fine. But losing Brock Holt, not re-signing him, I can't agree with that. And I'm yeah, still I'm gonna be upset for that. Sense. I'm gonna be upset about that for a while. It's like when we lost Don Arcillo. I'm still upset about that. It just doesn't it doesn't make sense. You can't really even You can't justify you it. You can't justify it. It's a lot of It's something that you don't get over. Games. Yeah, you don't. Even if he doesn't have a spot on the team because of Jose Peraza, Brock Holt's the kind of guy that doesn't need a spot on the team. He's never had we'll a set a role. We find a spot. He's never had a set role on the Red Sox, I think, ever. He's always just kind of slid in wherever we needed him. And he you find a place for a guy like Brock Holt. Mm-hmm. It should be easy this year, too, because the rosters expand to 26. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. Um, it is. Let's move on to Will Myers. Uh, the Red Sox are in discussions with the Padres on a potential three-team deal involving the Reds, too, where they get outfielder and first baseman Will Myers and take about half his contract but they also get prospects into return, so they're basically buying prospects here. I love the move, personally. Yeah, it, it And I saw like something on Twitter that says, like, the way Myers' contract works, like, only, like, $3.8 million of go to- goes towards the luxury tax. Yeah. So that's... if you're paying $3.8 million a year for Will Myers, who is definitely worth more than that, but not worth $20 million, $20 million like, that's a steal in my opinion. That's the key here. He's worth um he's owed 61 million dollars over the next three years and when you split that in half the red sox would have to pay around 10 million a year for him over the next three years but like you said with the way that his contract works because it's backloaded or something they only have 3.8 million that would count against the luxury tax so when it's that little against the luxury tax and you're getting prospects in return and you barely have to give anything up because it's a salary dump for san diego 
you got to take that deal. That's a yeah, good deal. It sounds like a pretty good deal, especially at the point where the team is. You're trying to get prospects. You're trying to save money. Uh, it seems like like a pretty good deal for us. Honestly. Yeah, and it gives them incentive to trade Jackie. That's mm-hmm. true. So if you yeah, if you dump Jackie for nothing, aren't you technically saving a million dollars? Eleven million dollars. Uh, no, but like uh, you're saving one million. Oh yeah, for because uh, you're taking on Myers ten, and you're saving mm-hmm. even more against the luxury tax. Exactly. It just makes too much I mean, sense. It does. It, makes, it, it does. makes a lot of sense. And like I think I think Will Myers needs a uh, he needs a reset. He needs a fresh. You know, he needs a fresh team, and I feel like even if he doesn't play every day, he's definitely a good platoon guy to platoon at first base or in the outfield. He's shown signs in the major leagues that he can be a good player. I mean, he won Rookie of the Year in 2013. Yep. In 2016, he had 28 homers, 94 RBIs. He can be a good player. He hasn't had any success out in San Diego, but like you said, maybe if he gets back in the AL East with a new team, we can kind of revive the Will Myers that he used to be. Yeah, he's not he's not solely a salary dump. He is a, a player worth having, I think, to some extent. I mean, sign me up. I, I think so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's a good player to have on your team, but he's not the centerpiece of the deal. The Red Sox are doing yeah. this deal to get the prospects, and when you're like, I'll take Will Myers if it means we get prospects. Because what, kind of, what kind of prospects do you think we can get? So the centerpiece of the deal is Cal Quantrill, who is a pitching prospect, right-handed pitcher, 25 years old. I like him a lot. He was a top pitching prospect with San Diego. He debuted last year, didn't really have that much success, but he's a prospect, so that's fine. Um, And we need pitching. We need pitching prospects, so I would love to get him. And they're also talking about catcher Luis Campanzano, and we need catching depth and a shortstop, Gabriel Arias, who whatever. I mean, it's a prospect. We don't really need infielders, but he's a prospect which is trade value and helps the organization look better anyways. So I don't think we're going to get all three of those, but if we can get uh, – my best deal would be Quantrill and Campensano. That's probably what I would want. Yeah, the pitching is helpful. We need that. And it comes back to, like, what are the Red Sox giving up? They don't really have to give up anything to get these guys. If the Reds are involved, maybe they deal JBJ to the Reds, but that saves you money. Will Myers gets an outfield spot, and you get the prospects. It's a win-win-win deal. Mm Mm-hmm. Just, you know who I would like to see involved in this deal, even though their name hasn't been yet? Emilio Pagan. He was with the Rays last year. The Padres just traded for him, and he's absolutely disgusting. Heim Bloom knows all about him. Exactly. I don't. I can't see the Padres trading a guy they just traded for, though. Yeah, neither can I. But like, I would love to have him. He's he's super nice. I'll also be happy to take Don Arcillo in that deal too. You know what? Like, <laughs> keep the prospects. I would trade. I would trade for Will Myers and Don Orsillo any day. Yeah, yep. I take that too. So I think this deal definitely has a legitimate shot at happening. Um, I don't really know when it would happen. It seems like they were close, but there haven't really been reports that they're progressing in it. They got to double, triple check the medical reviews so we don't have the same fiasco. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they got to get it done soon though cuz you don't want to make it too late in the spring training. Yeah, you got to right. got to make it get it done. For every team it's advantageous to get it done. Yeah. And this kind of can be connected to the Mookie Betts trade as more return for Mookie Betts almost because this deal is only possible because Mookie Betts went to the Dodgers instead of the Padres. So when you trade Mookie Betts to the Dodgers, the Padres I mean they they're like now able to do this deal 
to get rid of Will Myers. Um, so I guess you can look at it as a return from Mookie Betts isn't just Verdugo, Downs, and Wong. You can also add in Will Myers, Quantrill, and whatever prospect we get. Mm-hmm. So that makes the Mookie Betts deal look even better if this trade happens. Yep. I can't don't have anything to add. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, and then let's talk about Jonathan Lucroy. Red Sox signed him to a minor league deal. Funny, uh, funny addition, I would think. Interesting addition. We, you know, we signed a catcher. Yeah, like a doesn't really make ago, sense right? to me. I think it makes sense. He used I to mean, be a good player. It's a minor league deal, and yeah. he used yeah. to be a good player. He's a veteran who can help out, um, like all the catchers. We need catching depth. We don't have any catching depth right now. It's Vasquez and then kind of Wong, kind of Plowecki or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think Lucroy actually has a decent shot of becoming the backup catcher over Plowecki. Yeah. Lucroy had a neck problem that he got fixed in the offseason. Yeah. That problem has been bothering him for like the past three seasons. And Lucroy used to be a great player. He was fourth in MVP voting when he was with the Brewers. I mean, my issue is he hasn't played that much these past few years. Like games-wise, he hasn't hasn't played that much to show me a whole lot i would say um, i think well he can be a backup catcher i mean i'm not expecting yeah, him to be well, the all-star yeah, yeah, catcher yeah, 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 he used yeah. to be but no i, I got how's it, his but defense it's not that great exactly <laughs> but that's what i kind of want in a backup catcher like a sandy leone type again, yeah, yeah but then again sandy leone got brutal towards the end because he couldn't hit a beach ball so well if you're comparing if you're comparing luke Roy to ploecki i feel like luke is better yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, yeah, that we'll have to see. I'm I'm not super confident in it, but also Lucroy was the catcher for Ron Renicky's Brewers team that made it to the playoffs. So nice connection there. <laughs> okay. Anyways, spring training is finally starting. Real baseball is finally coming back. Enough of these talks about trash cans and trade rumors. Real baseball is about to finally be played. Tomorrow is the first game against Northeastern. I cannot wait. So let's give our spring training predictions, like who to watch for, that kind of stuff. I think there's three things that Red Sox fans should be watching for in spring training. Number one, all the new guys. Watch guys like Kevin Pilar, Jose Peraza, Alex Verdugo if he plays, Austin Bryce, Chris Mazza, all the new bullpen guys we got. Watch them. Check them out. See what they're like. I think the two biggest names to watch out of those new guys is Austin Bryce in the bullpen, the right-hander, and Chris Mazza in the bullpen. Both of them have potential to be like real contributors in the bullpen. I think Austin Bryce especially. So watch them. See what kind of stuff they have. And the second thing, prospects like Bobby Dahlbeck, Tanner Hoke, Tristan Casas, Brian Mata, all those guys, mm-hmm. especially Jaron Duran, who I think has a lot of potential to be a future starting outfielder for the Red Sox. He played in the um, prospect showcase game last season. And Jeter Downs from the Dodgers. It'll be interesting to see what he's got. We haven't really seen him at all yet. So those are prospects to watch. And then anything different, anything new, like new batting stances. I know last year JBJ had that new batting stance that, that I, you were very excited about. I way overvalued, yeah. Um, well, he looked good. He uh, did look good, but then he stance, changed he it because he went back to his old stance during the regular season. Yeah. yeah, he had a new stance that worked great in spring training that completely like ditched it and went back to the old JBJ. Um, I'm most looking forward to in the spring training and hoping to see a lot of the um, what we didn't see last year from our starters. Just you know, over the long haul spring training, not stuff immediately. It's going to happen, but work these guys in a little bit more than we saw last year. Yeah. They said they were going to. Um, I'd like to see how they pitch. I'd like to see if they pitch well. Um, but you also you take all that with a grain of salt. But I'd like to see them pitch more, and I want them to really do what they said they were going to do because that 
is extremely important for this baseball team. Now we need durability, especially from our our pitchers. And sitting around, you know, like just wagging your arm around is not going to make you a pitcher. <laughs> Throwing that's towels. Gonna, yeah, that's not going to make you a pitcher that's going to last the whole year. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Sale. So, Joey, Joey, Joey. Uh, you know, I I'm most looking forward to when I go down there. Uh, you know, wow, nice flex guy. right there. Yeah, but. Uh, in terms of like prospects, um, I'm actually looking forward to see what Connor Wong has to offer because uh, he was kind of thrown in to the Mookie Betts deal and nobody really knew about him. But after looking at his stats, it looks like this guy's potential to be a pretty solid player. Yeah, and um, and not necessarily a catcher either. Like he used to play shortstop, so I'm ex- I'm curious to see what how he plays. And I know he has a little pop, so maybe he can hit a couple bombs. I saw some videos of him like throwing guys out. He is very quick and agile behind the plate. I think it helps that he yes, was he is. Yeah, I saw those too. He did. He looked fast. Yeah. Like, very honestly, I was impressed by yeah. that, that aspect, especially. Yeah, and he can He's hit. He's a lot like Blake Swihart. He's kind of bouncy. I kind of noticed. Bouncy. I, I guess that's a good to thing. Describe it. Just it yeah, is, no, yeah, that is a good thing. <laughs> he he just jumps straight up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing too that I want to watch. I want to see if Michael Chavis plays left field at all. I feel like that's bound I don't, to happen. I hope eventually. he doesn't. That he doesn't? I I don't want him to. He's I want him to stick it first and second. Yeah. He seems like I, I, don't, I don't know positions. if I want to move him. First, second and third. I know I know they people I know you love to move first baseman to the outfield. It's just it doesn't seem like it's his spot. See, it, it, especially in Fenway like that especially could be a in disaster. Fenway. Especially in Fenway. You that can't put him in anywhere. Disaster. I mean, it didn't it's not go just well. the wall, it's right field too. That ball rolls around and if you don't understand yeah. it, you're screwed. That's true. Yeah. I mean, it didn't Reminds go well when we tried Hanley. Hanley. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Hanley that, that was it funny. was funny. It was kind of funny. But it, it was, was funny. It was. <laughs> I remember he it just It was like, a lost season. That's why we found it so funny. There was yeah, this one there's this one play where he like bounced the ball around probably six times, just not able to grab it in the outfield. Because yeah. he didn't know what he was doing. I think he, he hurt the... himself on that play too. <laughs> and they scored three like three extra runs off of it or something yeah. crazy. There was one play that he jumped into the wall when he didn't have to and he Oh I remember that. And he was like done for the year after that's right that. that's right <laughs> what's he doing now is, yeah. he, is he chilling now what's up he's just him? in the dominican uh, republic like doing his thing he's playing baseball there he's, he? he hits tanks in dominican leagues he does we should sign him back we still need a hey, bench coach by the I way i mean i wouldn't that's true wait yeah do we do we have well i i have a feeling it's probably going to be carlos fables which i'm which i'm cool with because he's well, pretty good but then we would need a third base coach yeah, but third base coach. Yeah, I think that. then you would go for some minor league promotion, maybe. Yeah, I uh, want someone more uh, creative. Like I want like Pedro Martinez coaching third base. Pedro Martinez. <laughs> Imagine that. Go 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 go. <laughs> Something the interesting. Ball, the shortstop has it. Go, you can get this. <laughs> Moreland, you got this. Go. He does have a lot of confidence. I have to say, he yeah. would, down, He's down. a great hype man. I'll take him. <laughs> he is. He'd send Eddie out to pinch run. That's true. <laughs> oh god. Oh, I love watching Eddie hit. Remember in the World Series? That yeah. That's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. We're, oh, uh, he was actually running once. He got hit by a pitch, and he was like, "There was a ground ball to shortstop, and he just stopped. He took like two <laughs> steps off first base and stopped." Um, I Go, saw- Eddie! You got this. Go. Jesus. <laughs> I saw something interesting that the um, MLB told the Red Sox that um, 
what's his face that the bench coach wouldn't be implicated in the Renicky? Yeah, Renicky. Yeah. He wouldn't that seems so weird to me how they would tell him like yeah, you can promote this guy, but we're I still not going to finish our investigation. But you can promote this guy. Yeah, it's a good sign. But what the hell is the, M- is the MLB doing? Right I now? am so Robbie, tired of this whole sign stealing thing. Rob the MLB's handling it. I just go. wanted to. Rob Manfred is the go. worst. Well, he made a comment. He was like, he's uh, handled this so terribly that he doesn't deserve to be commissioner anymore. Like, he doesn't. Yesterday, he just he just threw in in the middle of an interview. Oh yeah, the Astros used this cheating system in the playoffs. Uh, the World Series trophy is just a piece of metal. Yeah, he's whatever. like, I don't, yeah. I don't see the value in taking away a piece of metal. I, I can see kind of what he means a little bit more. Like, it's so tainted in the baseball sphere in general, and that's what matters more than just the trophy or the banner itself. But it's still, come on, man, just it's like the most important me symbol. Something, show me some sort of like actual muscle or anything yeah. like that, man. Anyway, I just wanted to mention. He seems that. like he has no clue what he's doing up there. Interesting. Like, he doesn't. That's because he doesn't. He doesn't, yeah. He's not handling it well at all. I This investigation has taken so long. The Red Sox are upset at how long it's taken. Yeah, they, as they should be. And right now, <laughs> the MLB is an absolute mess. Yep. With all these players speaking out Let's against the Astros. Let's not forget on how he's like ruining the game, too. Yeah, then on top of all the science stealing stuff, he's trying to Man. change the playoffs to make it a reality TV show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, it's terrible. Whatever. It, it's his plan of ignore all the bad press by putting out something cool that all the little 13-year-old boys will love. <laughs> yeah, try to distract them with that. Yeah, let's make every player have a shoe. You're required to have a shoe, and then that'll help the baseball. We'll do something like that. Gosh. What do you mean have a shoe? You know, like, like every... A, yeah, like a shoe. Des- design their own shoe like that? Yeah, yeah. Why don't, why don't baseball players like they have, just have like? <laughs> why don't baseball players have shoes? They should. That's cool. They do. Trump they have gloves. Does. Bryce Harper, Harper does. does, but he that's does? it. Yeah. His shoes? Cleats. Yeah, well, obviously, yeah. but cleats. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. I, I have his glove. It's bright red. Okay. <laughs> I have his glove. You, you've seen that glove. Like it's you sick. stole his glove? I ran onto the field. I was actually yeah. streaking at one game, and he tried to tackle me. I gave him a good old punch to the gut and stole his glove. And yeah. Ran. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. You can look it up on YouTube. <laughs> they called me the masked bandit. They, no, no, no. <laughs> they call name. you crazy drunk fan. Yeah, yeah. Crazy drunk fan runs into the field, runs away with Bryce Harper's bat after punching him in the gut <laughs> i took his i took his glove and his bat the bat i used to defend myself and get out of the stadium right of course okay yeah, yeah. sorry <laughs> yeah uh this sign stealing thing is ridiculous i cannot wait for the investigation to finally be over the reports to come out we can just move on from this mm-hmm. over under 80 astros players get plunked Th- next season it's that's insane <laughs> it's insane it was I higher than it i think it was like 80 it was 80 like 80, it's 83.5 the over under yeah um it's possible that they go over because i looked i did my research i checked how (laughs) many teams actually went over uh 83 and a half hit by pitches and there were there were a couple but well then how does uh, it absolutely over that's insane how do you get it's definitely gonna be over i i don't see i mean i don't know you can make a, a hit by pitch look very unintentional or you can be Chris like Sale as long and throw it directly as long at their as you, you could, like, throw it right at someone, but if you, like, put your hands on your head after and say, oh, my God, I'm <laughs> oh, so <no>. sorry. <laughs> it's the umpires will probably be like, oh, listen, listen, he didn't mean it. He didn't mean it. And they throw so at the sorry. umpire Look next at pitch and you knock him out. <laughs> well, I believe there's new rules this season for umpires yeah, which and hit-by-pitches. It's, it's well, the, 
the issue with Manfred and what he said is now he's going to make umpires so worried about it and they're just going to start throwing people out. And the wor- even worse than hitting someone is everyone being so angry because one team thinks they're getting hit. The other team is so mad because they know they're not trying to hit them. So you have the pitchers screaming, you have the batter screaming, and everyone just fights. That's the worst thing about baseball. It really is. I'd rather just see the guy get hit, bo- both teams know what's up, than both of them be so confused and angry in their own way. Honestly. I like the confused, angry fights, though. Where they're just like running out, ready to punch anyone, and not really <laughs> sure who. <laughs> that that could be okay, an interesting storyline. I have a this prediction. Yeah. yeah, I have a prediction. I think the the Astros and the Yankees are going to clear benches more than once this year. Yeah, I'd like probably. to see it. I'd like to see it as long as Luke Luke Voigt gets plunked. <laughs> Astros road games are going to be interesting too, because you know there are going to be mm-hmm. fans there banging on stuff all the time. Oh, We're gonna be I was going to go we, to an Astros-Red yeah. Sox spring training game, and I planned on bringing a trash can, but... Yeah. I want to go to some Astros-Red Sox games, just bang stuff. They're probably going to lock down all their trash cans at, at the Astros stadium so opposing fans can't come and take them and use those. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, at security. Yeah. Uh, show all your trash cans and drugs. <laughs> Do you have a trash can hiding underneath your coat? No. No, it wasn't me. <laughs> Did you hear what David Ortiz said about the sign stealing? He basically called Mike Fires a snitch. I'm trying to find, where's the quote? Oh, he was like, why didn't you talk about it during the season when it was going on? Why didn't you say, I don't want to be no part of it? Uh, so you're looking like a snitch now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. You got to give a better impression than that, I have to say. But. Joey does the David Ortiz impression. Hey, man. <laughs> thanks. Thanks you for doing nothing, Mike Fires. <laughs> You know, you a snitch, you know? Why don't you say that during the regular season, man? <laughs> no no thanks for you. David Ortiz also said when he was asked how the Red Sox could win without Mookie, he said they won without me, so. And I love that quote. That's a good point. I like that, too. He's, uh, I think I think he's going to be a big mentor for Verdugo, which is a good thing. Yeah, that was a good quote. I clip. like that. Verdugo was yeah. like... Whenever I see David Ortiz, I'm going to give him the biggest hug, and then he comes into the clubhouse today, and Verdugo runs up and gives him a hug. <laughs> Let's do some listener questions. Sounds good to me. All right, guys. My name is GJ Cool. This time, Alex, actually, I can't speak. Ignore me. Jason. What's up, guys? This is GJ Cool. Kill my, kill me, please. All right. Um, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> what are your thoughts on pitchers this year? Do you think they could be better than last year? If they pitch in spring training, I think there's a little bit of potential there. I don't think that was their only issue. I think it was a clubhouse-wide little tiny mosquito that bugged every single one of them. But I don't think it's very easy to be worse than they were last year with all the potential that they have. Yeah, I was going to say it's hard to be worse than last year. And, yeah, when they're getting the time in spring training. lower expectations. I like it. (laughs) When they're getting the time in spring training to actually get ready for the season, that makes everybody on the staff better. So... I think they will be better. Very hard to be worse. Um, okay, James Connolly asks, uh, with our shortage of pitchers, do you think we should add Wally as a reliable fourth arm? And by 100%. the way, I think based on everything I know from uh, Mario Super Sluggers, people can really pitch. Some some people can pitch and they'll surprise <laughs> you. That little baby Bowser is insane at pitching. And that little plant thing is in, has an insane fastball. So maybe Wally like comes out with the dopest curve we've ever seen in baseball history. I feel like he's the kind of guy that would have a nasty like knuckleball. Yeah, yeah, maybe. 
Something funky. I mean, what does he do all and day? And even if he stinks, Steal signs? you can't hate walls. <laughs> That's, he could get suspended for stealing signs, and we can't even do that. But he would also be great to have hey, in a brawl. No, no, because, no, 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 no. You're you know, forgetting about like our big, system. He's puffy. We're going to be the ones stealing uh, signs. Right, we're, we'll be... Hey, 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 hey. Boop. He's he's good to Gotta have in a fight. He's big. That's he's a good point. Like jacked. if we do get into bench clearing fights, Ooh. we want Wally out there. He's kind of jacked. Like if Wally Ooh. plunks you, know you with what? a fastball, you're not charging the yeah, mound. Yeah, what, what are you gonna do? You stare, it. you stare at those eyes and you get angry, but you know there's nothing you can do. His hat is you bigger see, than you. You see that smile and you know it's an evil smile, man. <laughs> Plus he's got he backup. He's he got Tessie. Go away. Yeah, that's true. He does. Don't mess with you. Mess with him. You mess with his girlfriend, and Tessie's even more scared. Broom and just whack you. You don't want two green monsters going after you. Wait, is Tessie his girlfriend or his sister? I think it's his sister. Sister. Oh, okay. All right. I, I got you. Um, next question. Christian Hatke asks, how is the MLB no. going to recover from the Astros scandal and how was it dealt? Uh, I don't. And how it was dealt. It's a, I don't know how they're going to recover. And uh, I don't they think they're ever going to live down Manfred. how it was dealt. Yeah. We'll, dealt we'll yeah, because Manfred knew about it a long time ago and he just swept it under the rug. Yeah, terrible look. He did a terrible like they did a terrible investigation too. They missed a lot of stuff. Like they missed the whole entire buzzers thing. They didn't even touch on that. And mm-hmm. they, they dragged they Alex Cora through the name through the mud. Didn't even talk about the code breaker spreadsheet stuff. We still don't know what's up with Alex Cora. We have no idea. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> no, we're getting the band back together next year. Alex Cora, twenty twenty one. Let's make it happen. Everyone's coming back. All right, Smith four two one at four one two asks the face of the franchise gone. Who's taking that role this year? I would have to say JD because he's the best player and Xander. he's been here for Bogarts. a while. It's Bogarts. Yeah, you think it's Bogarts over JD? Like, JD, JD has the accolades. Well, even last year, Bogarts would be the guy at the end of games when they lose, being the one talking to the media, like, "Yeah, uh, we we should have played better. We should have done this better." I guess, but JD is probably more and because he was a big free agent. Because he's like such a important character on the team. I he would, hasn't been here long enough, though. Bogarts he has, came yeah, up with the Red Bogarts Sox. Is, that's, Bogarts okay, that's is homegrown, and he's here for the next six years. But what kind of so? Yeah, but the vast majority of Red Sox fans aren't going to be like, oh yeah, JD's gone after next year. Like JD has a player option next year. He's probably going to leave. So I mean, I think JD will be like the veteran, like like a experienced, talented leader. But I think Bogarts is like the face and heart of the franchise. No, that sounds right yeah, to me. Yeah, I, I agree. I'll revise my my answer. Um, Ooh, real quick. Yeah. Hold on. We should go to a game this year, and we should all bring binoculars and wear T-shirts that say "Professional Sign Stealers." <laughs> we should, we do, should that. do that. That would actually be really funny. Center field. Can we get yeah. a Can we get a oh, Teespring we shop actually, up for no, uh, like, Red Sox dugout? If we merch? get strong enough binoculars, we could actually see the sign, and we should just scream it out. That's true. Basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that fans do, do that. stuff like that this season. No, there's going to no, be some really good creative. This. No, no, we do this. We get so much clout from it, and we grow the pod. We should do that. So much. We should do that. Yeah, we have. We should. We should put the name the name on the back, and then have like professional sign stealers and just do stupid stuff. <laughs> Wait, on the back we should put yeah. like Red Sox employee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Staff. 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 <laughs> you should have the shirts be like yellow and we'll we'll have them like as Yeah, they have to stand yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, a good yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. We gotta and get working on that. No, yeah. I can find us some binoculars that are really <laughs> high strength. Okay. I guarantee it. You have a binocular guy? Ooh, and then we like I don't know, should we bring another sign that says 
fastball in all caps, curveball, or should we just scream it out? We should just scream it out. No, we got kicked out of like the right field bleachers. You have big babies cry like above us and everything. We're just yelling so loud. If we could get seats behind home plate, that would be perfect. So, if, oh, like, we're insane. on TV oh doing it. Oh, my God, that would be so funny. No, but listen to this. We don't even need seats behind home plate. I'm, I am a professional at just grabbing whatever suite we want. And literally, like, eighth <laughs> inning or ninth inning, all we have to do is just go down, take those seats, get on TV nope. just for a little bit. Yeah. That's all we got to do just yeah. for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, that's all we got to do. And that's where and we then, need the sign to hold up fastball. Yeah, plug plug the pod with a piece of paper and everything. They don't let you hold signs behind the home plate. But oh, like, what are they going to do about well, it? We should wear four different shirts. One that says professional sign stealers. Then you pull that up, it says fastball. Pull that up, it says curveball. Pull that up, it says change up. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's actually really funny. Okay, all and right. And we scream it. Yeah. Fastball. <laughs> you Next. know what? I'm going to design the shirts tonight. You do that. You do that, Joey. <laughs> Next, qu- make sure I think you we have uh, to wear like sunglasses and bucket hats so that we look yes. really shady. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, Benny Baseball 16 asks, do you think Andrew Benatendi will have a breakout season? Oh, absolutely. He's bringing the flow back, guys. That was funny. The I, flow is coming back. His account name. And he asked a Benny question. I thought that was really fitting. Well, he probably likes Andrew Benatendi. He probably does. I would have to guess. Yeah. No, no. This this is Andrew Benatendi's burner. He's testing That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Mr. Benintendi, I'm a huge fan. Mr. Benintendi, we'd love to get you on the podcast. Call me. Call me. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, he's bringing the flow back, and Benny with flow is dangerous. Mm. Watch out, MLB. Mm. He's he's going to be so good this year. Just right. watch. This next question is for you, Jason. Which one? Okay, we got a uh, <laughs> a, a question in Espanol here. Um, Desen Cantafo de mi esquipo Red Sox. I thought you took Spanish. No. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know Does any Joey Spanish. Take Spanish. Joey, do you know Joey, what, what did you just say? Um, Desencantafo de mi esquipo Red Sox. Joey's talking to someone. Uh, I have no idea. Oh, okay. It means something about my team, Red Sox. I it's think. like. Yeah. I'm just going to go with yes. The answer is yes. We'll go Desquipo. Ram Brady. <laughs> will, the, will the roster... Wait, with the roster the Red Sox have, what is the best lineup? Um, Well, it depends if Verdugo's healthy or not. Mm-hmm. Um, Assuming he is. Well, who would you rather have leadoff, Benintendi or Verdugo? I can't decide. I don't like Benintendi leading off because he was not very good last year. But but it also takes time to work yourself into, hey, I think. You know what? Everyone deserves a second chance. Yeah. <laughs> Go kill him, Benny. I love you. Benny with the flow could be a completely different player at the top of the lineup. Yeah, I was thinking that. Yeah. So I'd probably say Benintendi leading off. I like Devers second because he gets on base a lot if he's not hitting homers. Um, and then JD third because he's probably the best overall hitter. Bogarts fourth because he's always driving in runs and... Then I'd probably have, um, I guess, Verdugo, Moreland. Verdugo or Moreland, maybe. I don't know. I kind of like Verdugo sixth, Moreland fifth. Then I'll probably have Chavis or Vasquez and whoever's playing in the outfield. If it's JBJ, Myers, Pilar. Yeah. Something like um, that. We have a lot of lefties towards the top of the lineup. Mm-hmm. That's true. But I guess that doesn't really matter. We have a lot of flexibility with our lineup, too, though. Like, a lot yeah, of guys can do. bat many different places in the order. Yeah, right. I kind of want to see, like, I love this I'll give you my, like, top five 
the first five. I'd probably see, like to see like Benintendi, Bogarts, Devers, JD, Verdugo, something like that. Remember when they were trying Chavis in the leadoff spot last year? I hope that doesn't happen again. <laughs> yeah. We don't have a leadoff hitter anymore, do we? Verdugo and Benintendi are, have like leadoff hitter characteristics. That's fair. Benintendi especially. Yeah. Jaron Duran, I think, is our leadoff hitter of the future. Bats for average and has crazy speed. But Yeah, but for him, I feel like he'd be the nine guy for like maybe a full season until he gets... Probably, yeah. The, yeah. All right. What do we got next? Red Sox Diehard Info asks, yep. what's your favorite food to get at Fenway? And oh my God, I haven't been asked this in like a year. It's been a while. <laughs> I love the sausages they sell at Fenway. They're so good and they're so underrated because some dummies, like apparently people who are older than five years old would dare to order a hot dog. Why you would ever get a hot dog when you're not like a little tiny kid who doesn't need anything else blows my mind. The sausage is the best thing to get at Fenway, followed admittedly followed very closely by the tasty burger the tasty burger is a good true. value because it's only like 11 dollars, which for a burger is is whatever um but it's it's, it's good kind of packed it's a good burger it's juicy but nothing can beat the sausage it's just the sausage has the value the sausage has a taste i love onions so much <laughs> and they, they make it so much <laughs> what about better. that Me sausage too. that you got outside the park though that sausage what? was okay uh, it wasn't great. It was like fourteen hey, it bucks was no for Fenway like sausage. The value was it down. Was bad. The the it sausage inside was better. The va- it was it was okay. Mine was fine. Okay, that's fair. All right. Yeah, I did try the sausage. It's very 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 good. Sausage is good. Tasty burger is good. I agree. Tasty burger is good. Yeah. And um, you always just gotta invest in the souvenir drink. Although I learned that sometimes they get mad at you when they try, they want you to go to different like they want you to different places to fill up your drink. So like really? if you're if you're actually following the rules and sitting in the same section the whole game, which I never do, so it doesn't really affect me. But they they want they'll keep kicking you, and eventually you'll like have to go across the entire stadium to get a drink, and that's when it, it you know you ruin the value of it. I always do the souvenir ice cream in the cap. Whenever I go to a new ballpark, I get really? that, and I keep the cap, so I have a cap for every ballpark I've gone to. Is that what this came from? No, that one's popcorn. Oh. The ice cream ones are smaller. <laughs> they give you this much ice cream at the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a full helmet of ice cream. <laughs> okay. Like a All gallon. Right. All right. Um, Chris Mazza for Cy Young? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> think the three-way trade between Reds probably uh, will go through. What? Do you think that three-way trade will go through? Will who it go beside, through? Who besides Myers is... Well, there's two different things here. Will it go through, like with all the medical stuff? I don't know about that, but like, will it, <laughs> will it be like accepted and happen? Probably. Most likely, yeah. It, it seems like it makes sense for every side, so I feel like it does happen, probably soon. All but right, all who right. knows what happens with the medicals? <laughs> Rise Knoxville asks sleeper it's candidate. Reese. Again. It's not. It sleeper is. candidate for shutdown reliever in the pen. Austin Bryce. I'm telling you, this guy's gonna be good. He has nasty stuff, and he's shown good stuff in the minor leagues. And it just smells to me like the classic Heim Bloom. Here's a guy you've never heard of before, and I'm gonna make him a shutdown reliever with like a one ERA. Darwinson. That yeah, that's a good pick. Enough said. Absolutely shred lefties. Yeah, I'm excited to see him pitch. Um, gas. He's electric when he's on. Yep. S'more twenty or asks. He could either be smore, hitting smore. the bullpen wall. Joey, you're, we don't have you next to us. You can't keep taking pauses. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. I understand, buddy. I'm all so right. sorry, brother. <laughs> He's in Ireland. Give him a break. It's all, it's all good. 
Smore20 asks, thoughts on the Lucroy signing? And what's your prediction for opening day roster? It's all right. It's cool. Lucroy, Jonathan. Is it Lucroy or Lucroy? I've heard both. I think it's Lucroy. Sports radio. Okay. Lucroy. S'more also says do a separate one-hour podcast for Holt. We should do a separate one-hour podcast for Holt, just talking about everything. Like he's. Well, I gotta go make. Hey, 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 hey! I gotta go make pieces tonight. If any of you want to call, wait. Talk on the phone. What? If anyone want to call me, I'll answer it. Call Brickhouse Center, uh, Chelmsford. This will be out by the time. I'll still be working tonight. I totally would. I totally would. Call me. But like, I'll make you a pizza. Like Brockholt does deserve like an hour episode just talking about everything he's done. I still love yeah, that Superman that, like, play he made when Johnny Gomes just couldn't see it and Brockholt yeah. comes in out of nowhere, not even in the camera shot, dives, catches it. Mm-hmm. Classic. And the I two love cycles. In like 2014, 2015, when nobody knew who he was and then he started tearing it up and then Don Arcillo was like the legend of Brockholt yeah. continues. I love that. That call. was sick. Um, we should we should do that. Just like go through our favorite memories. That'd be nice. We should. Good way to honor him. I'm just hoping he comes back next year. Yeah. This is this isn't a, a goodbye. It's a see you later. Yep. All He'll right. sign a one day contract at some point. Davook asks <laughs> Yeah. Who is the best player of this team in five years? Devers. I would agree with that. Yeah. Next <laughs> next question. Do you actually think the band is getting back together next year? Um. No, he doesn't. He just honestly, I kind of do. I no, feel like there's no, a legitimate no. shot that Mookie Betts does come back. If I, I had don't. to bet on it, I would say he does come back next year. Honestly, no. if I had to bet on it, ha, 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 JBJ, I threw, I threw a dollar on that. Did you hear that interview? Let me let me look up the odds. I threw a dollar on that. No, I I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, JBJ was but being like, interviewed about Mookie Betts, and he made this like really stupid joke, and he was like, if he he went out to bet on himself, and it was just really dumb. Yeah. Okay. Jackie's um, not very. But like in all seriousness, the Red Sox have said that they wanted to make Mookie Betts a Red Sox player for life, and it didn't really work out in contract extensions. Tom Warner said that with that John Lester thing, he still like keeps himself up at night thinking about what they could have done better, and that hints yeah, to me I'm that sure they want to re-sign Mookie Betts and try to do the John Lester thing right with Mookie Betts. I so I and they have the money. They said they want to be a spending team as they have been, I think there's a really real chance that Mookie Betts does come back with the Red Sox next year in free agency. And why not throw in Brock Holt, too? And Alex Cora, if his name is cleared. I, there's a real possibility that that happens. I, I hate to say it, but Brock Holt doesn't seem like um, enough of a contributor. Like, like he's a guy you want on your team, but he doesn't seem like enough contributor on the field to like go out and get, almost. Like, not... He seems like the kind of guy you really, 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 really want because he's in, when he's in house. But it would seem odd to me for them to go out and get him back again. If he's a free agent, yeah, it seems like you you have better options. You have players that you you don't know as well who have more potential stuff like that. It seems like it would, be, it would be uh, yeah. odd to go out and get him. Yeah, I think there's a, honestly there's probably a more likely chance Mookie Betts comes back than Brock Holt. It's more of an age thing. I would is kind of how I and just like down. overall like potential, yeah. Which is tough. Like it's hard to admit that Brock Holt's not gonna wear a Red Sox uniform again, but he's probably not. Um, he will in the alumni games. True, and the in the Hall of Fame, he'll wear a Red Sox hat. <laughs> yeah, he will. Um, Brendan Dolan asks thoughts on thoughts on something came up slowing investigation down 
people reinterviewed. Oh, oh so, yeah. so this dude's been DMing me a lot. He's extremely paranoid about Red Sox are going to get crushed with penalties from the sign stealing thing. He's extremely paranoid. He seems um, to be doing. Oh my so, gosh, is that him and Donald Trump? <laughs> looks like it. Holy crap! <laughs> uh, anyways, um, so yeah, the reports came out. Um, Thoughts on the fact something came up. Oh, okay. Well, like it's just the whole thing. Like the investigation's been taking so long, and I think the MLB said that they had to redo some inter redo some interviews after something came up. I don't really know, but. It's taken this long. It doesn't really seem like anything legitimate is going to happen from it. It doesn't. Most of the most of the stuff that's come out seems pretty player uh, Red and Sox friendly. Jesus. Last night, <laughs> last night there was something significant. Um, Ian Kinsler, I know Joey loves him. Hey, I love him now. <laughs> he came out and said that he doesn't think the Red Sox are going to get any real punishments. He said that when he came here in 2018, they had a really good. Um, clubhouse chemistry and they had a really good system for relaying signs from second base to the hitter but he doesn't think they were doing anything illegal at all and he said it it's nothing compared what the astros did and that's kind of what we've been saying too yeah at this point we know it's not much compared to the astros that's yeah. just a fact it's just we'll have to see how much and right now i feel like the mlb is just kind of like digging for like the smallest things just trying to bring some stuff up because, well, because they're not how, how pathetic would it be to go you know the astros did this that and the red sox did too the Red Sox manager did too, and then find like nothing. They did nothing, yeah. yeah. I mean, JD Martinez said they're not going to find anything. All these players are coming out and saying that the, they didn't do anything wrong. Ian Kinsler, who really has no like loyalty, like shouldn't have any real loyalty to the Red Sox. Everyone he played here for him. everyone hates him. He played here for a few months. He's retired. He really has no reason to. He's retired. Like yeah, he, he really has no reason to be loyal to the Red Sox, and because like he barely did anything for us, and he's retired out of the game. So mm-hmm. I don't know why he would lie. So it seems like the Red Sox really aren't going to get any kind of punishments out of this. So, all right, Eckroll seventeen Sounds good asks, to me. "Will Will Myers be on Sox opening day?" Did he spell Will correctly with one L? Yeah, not yep. a fan of he that. He did. Like, well, how does that? happen? I don't like that either. Why? Why? Like, why is it one L? We had this argument, and I got called multiple, multiple names, but and it all ended with me calling Matt Ryan Wing Wing. But what? I had the discussion what? about names, like weird spelling names. Now I call Matt Wing Wing to make him feel bad about it. So, okay. Um, anyways, oh, I don't like when Matt is spelled with one T, like Matt Latos. Yeah, that's the weird. Too. Sean, I think that's pretty similar to this. That's the name worse. Sean is so bad because you can spell no, it like a hundred different true. ways. That's it. Yep, with a U, a W, an E, A. My name. There's only one way to spell it. That's correct, and I will fight you if you're wrong. Two R's, two T's looks the best aesthetically. It it, it yeah. just is the way it should be spelled. It looks weird with one T. It does. It just doesn't look right. Well, because you yes, know me, I understand. Does. But it does yeah. look weird. And then there's Garrett Cole. It's just like Gert. Yeah, what what is that? That's <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. So, do I think he'll be on the opening day roster? Uh. Sure. There's there's a wait, chance wait. that he just gets oh, like yeah. DFA'd. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. Like if JBJ that isn't would, traded, that it would kind of suck. Well, it's possible. Yeah, but I I'd like to give him a shot. I think he's. Yeah. I I don't he's think still he's that bad. Something. Yeah, I think he still has potential. I didn't, especially. I didn't like trading Mookie for him, but I'm not. Right. I'm if not you're if we're giving up nothing, to, like, why not take him? Getting it? Yeah. And like he's, he's twenty nine. Yeah, and he's only costing us three point eight million against luxury tax. So, you mm-hmm. might as well keep him and hope you can get some stuff out of him. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's better than some other options you could have. I think he's a. I, I, well, if you 
combine him and Kevin Pillar, that duo is probably better than Jackie Bradley Jr., just like in general, because Kevin Pillar has the same defense as JBJ, and he can hit better than JBJ. And then Will Myers could even be a better hitter, and his defense isn't that bad. Mm-hmm. No, that sounds about right to me. Well, I'm just curious to see what the Red Sox do with JBJ. We have enough. We have a lot of outfielders. Yeah. If you told me that... We have a lot of, like, decent outfielders. If you said, like... If you gave me Mookie Betts, Rick Porcello, Brock Holt, and JBJ, JBJ was probably the first guy I would pick to not come back after mm-hmm. last season. Mm-hmm. And he is the only still one of those still here. there. He should just go bet on himself somewhere else, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you got to listen to that interview. It was pretty funny. Yeah, I bet it was hilarious. See, I would make a joke. I would make a joke like that. So I thought it was funny. But <laughs> I remember last. It was last Thursday. Sports radio. Whoever the jerk is, Adam Jones or whatever on ninety eight point five, oh. just like went at him, and he was all mad at the the guy next to him, the reporter, for being like, "You had to laugh at that because you need the players to like you." I'm like, "Well, I would have laughed I, at that." Boston sports radio is like somehow getting worse. Like I, I can't listen to them about this sign stealing stuff at all. So they're like, "If they find anything, the Red Sox still cheated. That means they still cheated." Like, Lou Merloni was going off on that. I don't know what that was about. It's just, it, no one likes baseball on the radio, apparently. They don't like, like, sports. It seems, like, it seems players. like it, don't they? It seems like it. Um, yeah, what else we got? Um, last question just is Joey Nagel making Alex do his best fish impression, but Alex isn't here. Alex isn't here, so you do your best fish impression. <laughs> I don't have a fish impression. What does a fish sound like? Oh, wait, like, doop, doop. <laughs> doop, doop. I don't know. We have to doop, ask doop, doop, Alex. Doop. He's basically a fish. That's a good point. Do fish make sound? I should know this in my bio. Um, clams can swim. <laughs> they sound like that. SeatGeek is the best ticket provider out there for all sports, concerts, shows, and more. They make buying tickets easy by grading every ticket price so you know you're getting the best deal, and they provide a view from your seat so you can pick the perfect seats to any event. Plus, you can get $20 off your first purchase with SeatGeek by using the promo code DUGOUT. It's a great thing to use. Spring training coming up, regular season coming up. It's a great thing to use to go and make funny shirts and make fun of the other team. Yeah, you want to go to a game, bang on some barrels or bang on some seats, steal some signs for the Red Sox? Use SeatGeek. Mm-hmm. Use dugout. That's what we're gonna do. If yep. you want to join the movement, do yeah. it. <laughs> join the movement. The movement. Um, this one is more gonna thing. be. This is gonna be legendary. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yep. With the season coming up, all of you, we'd love to see some people at some games. So if you let us know where, what games you're going to, we'll let you. Well, I mean, we'll always. We'll let you know what we'll games let you we're know going we're, to. Yeah. <laughs> if we're gonna be at a game, we'll let you know. So yeah. uh, just make sure to DM people. DM people. Yep. No, what's up? Great job. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. One more thing I want to get to is my bold predictions that I posted on my Instagram this week. I want to get your thoughts on them. Um, first one was... You do have a great record with your bold predictions. You're on fire these past, you know... One for four? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, no, I had other ones too. No. Anyways, so this year I predicted... My first bold prediction was Andrew Benatendi will finally have that breakout season and top his career best in every offensive category. He's got the flow back. I think he's g- going to finally break out. His swing's too pretty to not... His swing is too pretty to be where he is. So it's going to oh. come eventually. Yeah. Why not now? What the heck was that, Joey? <laughs> I dropped my phone. <laughs> oh, okay, I got you. What do, what do you think this video's looked like this whole time? Joey's been on pause for most of it. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. 
<laughs> yeah, go. Oh, oh there he is. Oh. <laughs> Thoughts on Andrew Benatendi? Good. Yep. <laughs> there we go. Cool. Uh, my second bold prediction was that new reliever Austin Bryce will end up being a lockdown reliever, late inning reliever in the bullpen. Surprise some people. Low that ERA. Is, that is bold. Yeah. I, I'd love to see it happen. Like I said, it's a classic Heim Bloom move. Yeah. So the Bryce is nice. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> I think Bryce and Mazza both have a decent shot at doing that, especially Bryce. And then what was my third one? Um, oh, yeah. This one was probably my boldest one. Um, it was that Michael Chavis and Bobby Dahlbeck will combine for 60 homers total in 2020. <laughs> That's crazy. They both have insane pop and can drive the ball out of the ballpark Cha- very easily. 60 is a bit high. 60 yeah. is a bit high. Um I, I think it's very I want to go really bold get 40. So I th- I split it up as like Chavis gets like six, I mean uh 34 and then Dahlbeck gets 26. That's really high though. Yeah, it is really well, high. Well, that's what makes it bold. Dahlbeck that, might not make it. the I got you. I got he you. might not even make the opening day roster. Yeah, he like, probably won't. I mean, that's the problem with this is Dahlbeck's probably not going to be on the opening day roster and probably won't up won't be up until May. And then when he does, he doesn't really have a set spot because Moreland's at first, so he'll probably be platooning. And then Chavis also doesn't really have a starting spot because he's going to be playing second base with Peraza, playing some first base. So neither of them are like everyday starters. So that could How make it a little Michael difficult. Chavis just hit sixty home runs. Yeah, that that's that dude like has gigantic thing. arms. That's true. Did they you see his car? Massive. Yes. He's a nice car. If if I get to meet Michael Chavis in spring training, I'm gonna ask him what he does. Oh, You're gonna yeah. What are you gonna ask Michael Chavis in spring training? His uh his workout routine. Yeah. Joey wanna, Joey, why do you want to know his workout routine? You've never worked out before. <laughs> but that's my incentive to start. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Sure. What if he's like I I got all this by doing five curls a day for a week, and then I'm like okay. Let's do this. Then he would literally be like the second coming of Christ to the fitness world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then I can hit tanks. And my last bold prediction, Red Sox will beat out the Rays for second place in the division and make a wild card spot. It, it could happen. I like it. People Definitely are going to sleep happen. on this team. This team has talent. I was watching a YouTube video Me? that said that the team was not going to compete at all, and I was like... I mean, this is not. That's true. not true. I mean, I don't know about that. I mean, in, I'm right. really not confident. If in our we can pitching. get some pitching, this team would be actually pretty good. Last season, everything went wrong. Everything. And None of the pitchers were good, except Erod. And we had really high expectations coming off a 119 World Series win season. So, I mean, yeah. Here, here's here's the key. If I've learned anything in life, you set low expectations for yourself. <laughs> Because yeah. then you're all you're always exceed them. Yeah, that's true. That's what we're doing this year. So my expectations is this: this is going to be not a great year. But once <laughs> we win like 95, 100 games and beat the Yankees and win the division, it's all good. Now that's bold. That is a bold prediction. I'd love to see hey, it. My bold, my bold prediction: Garrett Cole is going to stink. You I can hear it. That. That's like Garrett not. Cole? That's like not that bold. Crumble he's had bad years in, in the past. And he's playing in a little league field now. God, yeah. so ugly. Did you see All that? Verdugo oh. needs to do is just get it, get it uh, in front of one, and he just has to flick it over the fence. Yeah. 
the Red Sox are going to be playing with a chip on their shoulder. I mean, they they hear all of this stuff about, um, like, this team's not going to compete. They lost Mookie Betts. How could they be good? Mitch Moreland says everyone's kind of, like, looking down on us, but bring it on. We're still going to be winning. So, what is – Joey, what are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. Doritos. Hey, I haven't eaten anything on this one. That's true. That's that's oh, a big improvement for you. Why do we start? This was a big improvement from last year when we tried to do Joey from Ireland. That was a wild ride. You were playing MLB The Show. Well, yeah. that should do it for this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for listening. Spring training is happening. Baseball is coming back. Baseball First game is tomorrow. back. We're getting to see real players. Actually Red swing the bat instead of just talking about numbers. Give me yeah. Northeastern. Let's we get we get that baseball in the bat and the and the cleats in the dirt. And instead the of looking at the grass. instead of you know analyzing players' speed of bat angle trajectory trash can trash can launch, loudness velocity wait, loudness wait, wait. scale. We can actually Sign watch them play. Efficiency. Where are the Astros? <laughs> Fastball. Up. Change up, guys. <laughs> change up. Yeah, that should do it. Thanks for listening. See you uh, once spring training starts next week. All Peace. right. Joey, give it a wave. There you go. <laughs> nice. <laughs>